0: Hello it's Kerry here from the Ditch the Diet podcast and welcome this week we're talking about how to believe that it's possible. Now, before we get into that, I just wanted to share that uh, this week has been the first week of the group program, which is called Ditch the Diet Collective. So we've had our first uh, group call today. In fact, it opened up today. We had a wonderful group call. We actually spoke about this very topic today on the group call, which is why I was inspired to record a podcast about it, because it was a really interesting discussion, what came up there. Um, so the Digital Diet Collective is a 12-week program where you're part of a group of women who are all on the same journey as you. And what we're doing is we're really digging into all of the concepts that we talk about on this podcast, but we're taking it deeper and we're working out how to apply it to your life so that you can successfully lose weight for the last time. So it is open now and I have a special offer for the first three people that join um, who enroll from the opening day now. So 1st of April is the opening day. Um, So if you're interested, go and have a look at my website. It's KerryDWilliams.com. And forward slash weight loss. So that's on the work with me weight loss page, and you can read all about the group. And if it speaks to you, then book in a time with me and we can have a chat and make sure that it's the right thing for you. Okay, let's talk about how to believe that it's actually possible to lose weight for the last time. So I'll pose this question to you Do you really believe it's possible to lose weight for good? The truth is most of us who have been through diets before and who are yo-yo cereal dieters, we don't really believe that it's even possible. And that became really, really apparent on today's call. We kicked off with a discussion about what our goals are and where do we want to get to? And then we looked into what thoughts have you got about that goal? And what came up unanimously was that it's not possible. Some kind of variation of it's not possible. I can't do it. Um, it's not possible for me. And so that was really interesting to see that that was such a common belief. For some people as well, it was about age. So I'm now in my 40s. Maybe my hormones have changed. I'm now in my 50s, I'm now in my 60s, maybe I just can't lose weight at this age. And so some people had beliefs and doubts around their age and what was possible for them. And interestingly, some people also had some perfection beliefs. So, well, it has to be done perfectly. If I don't do it right, it's not going to work. I won't do it. So um, having that, that kind of sense of it must be done perfectly can be a bit of a block for people sometimes as well. And it's just so interesting, you know, to, to be in a program where one of your biggest goals for your health is to lose weight and then actually underneath that you don't really believe it's possible. How can you reach that goal if you don't really believe it's possible? Our thoughts are just so powerful and if we don't think that it's even possible to get to our goal and to lose weight, then it's just not going to happen. Our thoughts are hugely powerful. If you practice a thought enough times, it becomes ingrained and it becomes a belief. So one definition of belief or a a belief system is that it's a thought that's just repeated enough times that it becomes ingrained and it seems like a part of our reality. It just becomes a fact of our existence. So I'll give you an example When I was a child, I was told quite regularly by my brother, my big brother, who was typical for big brothers, that I was fat. So he used to tease me about that. And kids at school as well also called me fat. In comparison to them, I had a bigger body. So they would pick on me as kids would pick on many, many differences. And so, yeah, they called me fat. I also told myself I was fat as a result of that. So when I compare myself to others, I would think I'm fat. I'm fat. I'm fat. I heard this message so many times. As a child, it became a belief. I am fat. So much so that when I first started losing weight for the last time, so that was in 2017, I didn't even bother with a weight goal. And I only really connected this realization today, to be honest, actually talking about all of this with our group. And it was because I felt that it wasn't even possible not to be on the heavier side. So I did not even think, right, I want to get down to my normal BMI range, my normal range that's considered healthy by doctors in the NHS didn't even think that was possible i have always been heavier so my belief is that it's not just possible and i re- now recognize i didn't even have a weight goal when i first started all i wanted to do was drop a dress size so i started at a size uh, 18 i was verging on 20 i was starting to buy a couple of items that were 20 and i thought you know what i'll be happy if I'm a 16 I don't think it's possible i'll be happy if I was I'm a 16. So I was just thinking how interesting it was that I've had that long held belief from about seven years old. So the better part of 30 odd years, I mean, decades, I've been believing I'm fat. That's just it. I'm fat. That's the way it is. That's my reality. I am fat. So after trying and failing to lose weight a number of times, Um, And this started from when my mum took me to Weight Watchers around the age of 12 or 13. That's when I started dieting. And I started um, through Weight Watchers, as I said, and I then did other diets. Like I remember seeing a naturopath when I think I was 16, 17. He put me on a candida diet. Um, That was successful for a little while as most of them. And then that stopped. Um, I did just regular healthy eating. Um, I did a high carb one at one stage around energy. Then I did more low carb. I did paleo at one stage. I just did the general cutting out wheat and sugar. I can't even remember what else I've done. I mean, Atkins I did for quite a while as well. I think I mentioned that one. So yeah, I did loads and loads of different diets and every time I stopped, the diet, every time I stopped restricting myself from the strict list of foods I should be eating for the rest of my life, the weight came back. And so over time, I thought to myself, I can't lose weight. I can't lose weight and be sex- successful like other people who use this diet and lose weight. So I would see people who were I don't know if you remember the Atkins craze. I mean, everyone was raving about it and like they were losing so much weight and keeping it off. It didn't work for me. So I told myself, well, I can't lose weight, can I? It just doesn't work for me, I can't. Another one was a four-hour body. It's just come back to me now. It's a, that was another one that loads of people were doing a few years ago. I tried that, I lost a little bit of weight. Then life happened and you know what, that eating, that way of eating just didn't really suit my my lifestyle and the way I wanted to live long-term. So as with all other diets I stopped, the weight came back, and then I started to think to myself, see, I can't lose weight, diets don't work for me, so I'm just fat. Can you see how, in fact, from every failed diet attempt that came after when my uh, childhood belief of I am fat started, and so from starting um, to diet when I was around 12, 13, and every failed attempt... I can't diet, I can't lose weight. It was further compounding, I'm just fat, I am just fat. See, it's true, I am just fat. Diets don't work for me. And it was a very gnarly belief system that to be honest, I'm still working through some of them now. Um, For the first time ever, I've actually got a weight goal. Um, I don't no longer have a dress size goal. I have a weight goal and it's only like three kilos to go. It's not that much at all. And that brings up so much stuff still. So these belief systems can be um, very, very entangled, there can be lots and lots of different thoughts, and it can really seem like the truth and like reality. But if we can really see it for what it is, which is a thought that we can choose to think differently, and we can choose a new practice, uh, a new, sorry, we can choose to practice a new belief, we have then been empowered to make a change for the positive in our life. So our beliefs are absolutely crucial in losing weight for the last time. We just can't get a grip on seeing what these beliefs are that are driving our actions in the background, and then we can't get a different result. So we really have to understand what beliefs are driving our our actions that therefore produce our results. So I don't need to be a psychic to actually have a look at what your beliefs probably are. If you came to me and said, these are my goals, this is where I want to change. Well, actually, if we look at where you are right now, your actions and have been produced by your feelings and your feelings are there because of your thoughts and your beliefs. So really, whatever reality you're seeing at the moment is a direct result, ultimately, of your beliefs somewhere deep down. So if you don't really believe that, say, for instance, you can be a millionaire, I mean, this applies to all areas of your life. If you don't believe you can be a millionaire, you won't be a millionaire. If you don't believe that you deserve to get paid well for the work that you do in the world, you might be an under earner and not get paid well and only accept roles and positions or clients that are not paying you enough. Um, you know, if you, um, don't believe it's possible to lose weight, you're not going to lose weight. So this, this really comes up in all areas of our lives. If you don't believe that you deserve to be in a relationship with a person romantically who treats you amazingly, then you may well actually settle for being in a relationship with someone who does not actually make you thrive and nourish you and, you know, um lift your life in many, many different ways. If you don't believe that you deserve that, you won't actually have that in your life. So we can really see how our beliefs at the are the really the crux of what the results are that we're seeing in our life. So if you want to change something, beliefs are the place to start. So how does this all work? Well all of our issues in life can be broken up into five different parts and this is what we really do in, in coaching. Um, so we're looking at with any issue that you have, we want to know what are the circumstances, what are the thoughts, what are the feelings, what are the actions, and what are the results. Now, the circumstances are things that never change. These are just the facts. These are the facts that you could go to a court of law and argue with, and everyone would agree that that is the fact. And so in relationship to that circumstance, we can have thoughts about that. And our thoughts are simply triggered by that circumstance, but one person might have one thought, whereas another person might have another thought. For instance, um, a very extreme example is that uh, murder exists in the world. Now, a sociopath might think, well, murder is great. I love murder. Whereas somebody else, uh, probably you and I who are listening to this, um, you know, who are not sociopaths would be thinking murder is a terrible thing. We don't, we don't believe murder is a good thing. You know, so you can see how different people have different thoughts about a fact that something is in existence. Now, when we think in a certain way, that makes us feel something in our body. So, for instance, if I am thinking, let's come back to my example before, I can't lose weight, diets never work for me. That actually made me feel pretty damn depressed because I felt overweight. I didn't feel good in my body. I had low energy. My joints were getting sore. I knew that I wanted to do things like yoga and, you know, do some of the things that I used to do in my body that felt really good and I couldn't at the time. And that made me feel like shit, quite frankly. So that thought, I am fat. That thought, I can't lose weight made me feel depressed. It made me feel like shit. And when I felt like shit, I was taking actions quite often our feelings are driven sorry our actions are driven by our feelings because we want to change the way we feel so we take action to because of the way that we're feeling and to try and maybe create a different feeling so when I am feeling depressed and like shit and and really sad that I can't lose weight well guess what I was comfort eating surprise, surprise, I was eating too much chocolate. And that gave me a bit of a rush. It hit all the pleasure centers in my brain. It gave me a rush of all the pleasure hormones. And I felt great temporarily um, because of that sugar and that magical potent mix, whatever it is in chocolate. It's like a drug. I don't know what it is that, that makes the dopamine go off in your brain like that, but it's, yeah, I was completely addicted to it anyway. And then, you can see the results of my actions at that point in time. I was overweight still. I was not losing weight. In fact, I was gaining weight sometimes. And then it was reinforcing my belief. Now, remember, my belief was I am fat, I can't lose weight. Well, guess what's going to happen when I eat too much chocolate? I don't lose weight, I don't thrive if I eat too much chocolate, I knew that it made me feel headachy. I knew that it made me feel foggy. I knew that it made me feel lethargic and I didn't you know, want to get up and exercise. So I was literally reinforcing that belief with every single action that I took and therefore compounding it and making it true in my mind. I so wish I knew how thoughts produce feelings and feelings produce actions and ultimately actions create our results. I wish I had known that before because I stayed in the place of holding on to weight literally for decades. I mean, Oh God, I wish I knew this in my 20s, you know, when (laughs) it would have saved me so much pain. But saying that I've been through the journey now and and I've learned huge lessons. And so I, I have a lot of gratitude for going through that and coming to this understanding. But it really changed everything when I completely understood that my beliefs ultimately were driving everything that I was doing. So if we can get to grips with what's going on in our mind, understand our beliefs we can therefore take different actions and produce different results ie lose weight for the last time might sound too easy to be true too good to be true well the truth is it's totally possible I've done it I've I've seen clients do it I've seen other people in other weight loss groups I've been part of doing it I There are people doing it all the time. When we manage our mind, we manage our beliefs and we see these thoughts for what they are and they're not necessarily the truth, then we can create different actions. So that really is one of the fundamental keys to losing weight for the last time. It's fantastic news. You get to choose, you get to decide what you believe so that you have every opportunity available to make this change that you desire. So I invite you to join me in taking an exercise on this now. So grab a piece of paper and answer this question. So what is your goal right now? What is your goal? Is it a weight goal? Is it a certain number of kilos, certain number of pounds, certain number of stones and pounds, depending on what... um, uh, what uh, kind of system you work with. Maybe it's a dress size like I started with. Maybe it's a measurement. Maybe it's a an old dress you have in your closet that you'd love to slip into again or, or another piece of clothing. So what's your goal with your weight? Maybe it's not even anything to do with your weight. Maybe it is that you want to be able to run uh, 5K. Maybe it's that you want to be able to do a yoga class, like a full-on yoga class without getting tired, something like that. Have a think about one goal, What is your goal? And underneath that, I invite you to draw two columns on the page underneath that. And then on the left-hand side, do a thought download. Answer this question. What are all your thoughts about this goal? So write down at least three things on the left. What are your thoughts about this goal? Do you believe it's possible? How do you believe it's possible? How long do you believe it's possible for... How long do you think it might take? Do you think it's possible for you? Do you think it's only possible for other people? Do you think it has to be done in a certain way? So what are your thoughts about this goal? Write those down and then have a look at them. So we're going through this. I'm talking you through this quite quickly but when you actually do this exercise, it might just take you 10, 15 minutes depending on how much you want to write. Now, when you actually review your thoughts about this goal, what you're actually reviewing are your beliefs. And if those beliefs are negative, then what you're actually seeing is the potential obstacles that you have in order to reach this goal. Because if you don't believe it's possible, if you don't believe it's, um, you know, you're, you can do this at your age, if you don't believe you've got the capability to do this, if you don't uh, believe um, that you can do it in the right way, if you don't believe you have enough money to do it, whatever it is for you, that is going to be the belief that dictates your result. And we want to change that. And this is a beautiful thing. We don't have to think that. So over on the right-hand side then, next to each thought you've got on the left, I want you to brainstorm what's the exact opposite in the positive. So let's just say, for instance, it is not possible for me to lose weight. I can't lose weight. Let's use that as an example. What's the opposite of that in the positive? So it might be that it's easy to lose weight, It might be that it is easy to maintain my weight loss. It is easy to keep the weight off. Now, the thing is with these, you might actually find that you don't really believe it. And that is very, very normal. So depending on how it feels for you, If it's going from one extreme, like I can't lose weight, to the other, which is it's easy for me to lose weight, you might need to do an awful lot of practice for that particular belief to become ingrained and normal for you. So you might want to choose something that is a little bit like a ladder uh, thought that will take you a step up towards that full belief that this is really easy for me to do. So, if you find that what you're brainstorming on the right hand side of the page, the positive belief is just too much, you really can't believe that. It just seems like a work of fiction. Go for something then that is a bit of a ladder thought. So, it might be that you say to yourself, um, I'm learning how to lose weight for the last time. Um, isn't it brilliant that I'm learning to lose weight for the last time? I'm curious about losing weight for the last time. I'm curious to see if it's possible to lose weight for the last time. I'm curious to know if it's possible for me. You can maybe even ask yourself a question if you have that much doubt. Maybe you ask yourself a powerful question like, I wonder how it could be possible for me to lose weight for the last time. How could it be that I can lose weight for the last time? When your brain goes off to search for answers to questions like, how can I lose weight for the last time? I wonder, I'm just curious. It will run off and find all this evidence and bring it back to you and it will help you along the way. So what's really powerful is to take your goal and write it at the top of a post-it note and to put this somewhere in your house where you're going to see it regularly. And then underneath that goal, maybe write three, four, five positive beliefs that you're working on becoming the new normal for you. So for instance, your goal might be that you want to be a certain weight or a certain dress size. Let's say you want to be a size 10 dress size. So your beliefs under that might be it's easy for me to lose weight. I'm learning every day how to be a size 10. Um, It might be, um, I'm practicing the mindset of being in a size 10. I easily choose foods that allow me to be a size 10. I love eating foods that allow me to be a size 10. So those are the kinds of beliefs that you can keep present to if you pop that on your wall somewhere and have that front of mind, practice those every day, read it out to yourself out aloud. Before you know it, those beliefs will start to become the new normal. Okay, so That's what I've got for you today on believing it is possible to lose weight for the last time. So I really hope that helped and I'd love to hear what you get from this. Um, So if you have, I wonder if you had any of the similar beliefs to the women in our group. So did you also have a belief that it wasn't possible? So come over onto the podcast and share in the comments below the podcast so you can find this episode over on my website. So my website is kerrydwilliams.com. That's k-e-r-i-d-williams.com, all one word. And then if you do forward slash number eight, you will find this podcast episode and you can leave a comment under there and I'll respond. So thanks for joining us today. That's all I have for you this week. And I will be back next week with another episode. Bye for now.